TenCon Big 7 News Digest. We've got seven big stories. The things that really matter in the state of Tennessee. I am reporting for duty. Glad to be here. Uh, this is one of my favorite times of the week when I get to talk to our subscribers uh, candidly. For the most part, all during the week with us, you just get the news from a conservative perspective. There's not a lot of bloviating commentary. I do not opine endlessly about my thoughts on the stories, but oh buddy, during the Big Seven, you get it all, my opinion. Uh, before we get into these news stories, and I'm going to talk a little bit about a few national things that aren't in here, uh, help us fight big tech censorship. The easiest way you can do that is to go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe to our e-newsletter. Uh, if, if that puppy doesn't end up in the spam box, we're actually going to, in the next week or two, going to start asking you for your, I know this is crazy, uh, in the land of free speech. Uh, where the First Amendment is the First Amendment, uh, meaning it was so important they put it in first, uh, that we have to ask our subscribers for their snail mail address, just in case, just in case heading into the elections they completely shut us down. And I've watched it happen to a lot of conservative organizations and news sources. They recently did turn us down significantly. Also, uh, if you're on any of the free speech platforms like Parler, MeWe, Getter, Gab, Truth, Rumble, go there. <clears throat> you may be wondering, Brandon, what did you think about Josephus and his uh, speech last night? <clears throat> well, I did have to listen to it uh, because I'm about to talk to Congressman Mark Green about that and get his reaction, uh, somebody that's inside the Beltway, and so I'll be excited to talk to him about that. But it was just amazing to me, <clears throat> the lies and the hypocrisy. He talks about freedom. Uh, no administration has taken away more freedoms from Americans this last two years than Joe Biden's. They talk about uh, <clears throat> liberty, and you can't have liberty without free speech. And these are the same people that wanted to put together a misinformation board. These are the same people that want to label uh, parents who speak out about the crappiness and the lack of accountability and the evil in their school systems. Well, those are domestic terrorists. This is the same gentleman who wanted to brag about the economy and how fantastic he's doing as inflation soars, and we have trained an entire class of Americans to be so bone lazy they won't go to work that we've got a government-induced labor shortage. And don't even get me on the student you know, debt relief nonsense. If your college <clears throat> is selling you a product that does not deliver on the promises of said college or universities, I believe that all those student loans should be guaranteed by the institutions that issued the diploma. It shouldn't be on the taxpayers' backs. It shouldn't be especially on the backs of people who have worked hard to be responsible, pay off their student loans, the people who go get a GI Bill, the folks who uh, work in difficult school or difficult legal situations or whatever it is to have loan forgiveness and they in order to get loan forgiveness, they spend five, ten years of their life working in a disadvantaged situation for that benefit, and I could go on. Don't get me started. If you are watching, please do uh, put in the comment section what you think uh, about these articles. Put in the comment section uh, what uh, your location is, where you're watching from. I like to know where our audience is. And finally, please do share this. 
and all the conservative groups on social media for those who don't know that there is a conservative news source that will give it to you straight about state and local news. Everybody knows what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on up in Washington. But the majority of people have jack squat in their brains about what's going on in Nashville and their state and local government where they could actually make a difference. That's like knowing about a house fire in another county and reading about it in the paper. Meanwhile, your house is on fire, but you don't even know it. You can put that fire out because you're right in the middle of it. That's why we cover the state and local news. On to the next story, or the first story, I should say. This comes as no surprise to me. Large business economic incentives benefit the Tennessee politicians who approve them. What? No way. No way. We didn't ever think this was the case. Economic incentives from states such as Tennessee toward private businesses looking to move to the state continue to increase. But academic research shows that the largest impact of the spending of public dollars is to bring political and financial benefits to the politicians who approve these incentives. Never would have thought that. Never would have thought that. Much of the prior research done on incentives has been aimed at their effectiveness in creating jobs, higher income, more tax dollars for a state. That research has consistently shown that there is no large benefit to incentives. Before I get into the rest of this story, I think people who don't understand that it is uh, immoral, unfair, and unjust to treat one group of people completely different with the tax dollars of the whole populace of a state to disadvantage other people uh, by using tax incentives, I don't understand that. That is not fairness. And why in the world politicians are okay with this uh, for the greed of a dollar, I don't get it. And there are a lot of people that I would consider to be rather conservative that are in the Tennessee General Assembly who do this corporate welfare stuff. Why? Because everybody else is doing it. It's wrong. It's unjust. If you tried to explain it to a fourth grader, well, Daddy, why, why do you take all the money from these people and give it to these billionaires and these millionaires? They seem like they've got a bunch of money. Meanwhile, these small businesses don't get any benefit. Daddy, why do you do that? It'd be real hard to explain it to a fourth grader other than we try to help the rich get richer on the backs of hardworking Tennesseans and small business owners. I don't see how people do it, but I know why they do it. Here's why they do it. The new research focused on political donations from groups such as trade and construction organizations and lawyers and lobbyists and found that their political donations increased exponentially after incentives were given. They're only spending $450,000 per member of the General Assembly in lobbying. If you don't think that that influence can be purchased cheaply in Nashville, you've not followed anything. In Tennessee, Ford Motor Company was approved for $884 million in incentives a year ago. Couldn't find a hundred and some odd thousand dollars to stop social media censorship. Died in the budget. The state has given out at least five grants of one million or more in 2022. <clears throat> the lead researcher said that the economic impact reports used to support incentive decisions are consistently inaccurate and inflated. Imagine the government doing something like that. Never heard of it. In addition, quote, in addition to receiving higher campaign contributions, we also find that the margin of victory for incumbent politicians usually gets wider when they give those big incentives, the lead researcher said. Governor Bill Lee's largest contributions by sector include finance, insurance, and real estate, along with general business, health construction, lawyers and lobbyists, and transportation companies. You want to know who, somebody once said that in politics, 
we ought to make them put stickers on their suits, like NASCAR, so you can know who owns them. And a lot of these folks have gotten so much money so long from so many special interests that it's just calloused their eyes to the truth. And they've abandoned the conservative principles they promised to run on. The report also showed that one incentive in state leads to companies pushing for larger incentives of their own. No crap. If you see one big company get a handout because they hired a bunch of lobbyists and went up to Nashville and plied everybody with expensive dinners and beer and wine and put a bunch of money in PAC contributions and, and somebody gets billions and millions, that, I mean, that, that, that brings uh, vultures uh, to Nashville like a dead cow carcass out, out in the country. If you've ever seen a dead cow carcass out in the country and you watch all the vultures circling, well, you know what's going on. Brings the buzzards, corporate buzzards. And we let it happen. Next story. Teachers Union and School Board continues to fight against options for students to receive classical education in Tennessee. To date, three school boards in Tennessee have denied American Classical Academy's applications to charter schools in Rutherford, Madison, and Montgomery counties. American Classified Education, loosely affiliated with Hillsdale College, sought open, privately operated charter schools that focus on classical education that, according to their website, would develop within its students a foundation of virtue and knowledge in delivering rigorous classical liberal arts education with a strong emphasis on the rights and duties of American citizenship. ACE charges that the decisions of the school boards are motivated by politics and based on the school system's affiliation uh, with Christian conservative Hillsdale College, the recent comments made by the school's president, Larry Arn. I'll stop here for a moment. I'm going to do a longer expose and or uh, article on this. You know, it is widely rumored that Cameron Sexton is running for governor, uh, like he's doing it now, more or less, for four years down the road. Yet his uh, pick, you can usually tell somebody's educational opinions about who they pick to be on education committee chairmanships. Mark White said that he'd do anything he can to keep school choice from this organization away from kids in Tennessee, anything he could. He also voted against school choice measures in committee that would have got kids in the bottom 10% out of these failing schools and further voted to make sure that you as the taxpayer have to continue footing the bill for illegal immigrants that get dumped by the busload into our school systems each and every week here in Tennessee. Cameron Sexton's views on education, typically you don't put somebody in charge of something unless they align with your views. I sent an email to Cameron Sexton and asked him, do your, do your views align with this? Copied his communication person. Have not received a response. I believe it is telling that the only conservative news publication in the state that's 100% focused on conservative news can't get replies from leadership in GOP. I sent an email to Scott Golden, another person that is seemingly more interested in the scuttle of personality and politics than the platform of the party, which is what we should be about, principle, not people. That's the whole reason the party exists. We've just got corrupt leadership at the top. It's terrible in Tennessee. And I watch a lot of the propaganda. I saw a, a news clip that was interesting on Fox News here the other day talking about how uh, wonderful Tennessee was for small businesses never talking about how they shut them down and allowed the big corporate boxes to stay open. See, I've got a memory that's longer than 10 seconds, politically. Back to the story. ACES filed appeals with the Tennessee Public Charter School Commission. They state that the school board members failed to keep the politics out of the process 
and state that the school board members did not examine the merits of their application and took into account the religious and political views of Larry Arn and ACE board members. They argue that the affiliation with Hillsdale is irrelevant in regards to the legal requirements or best practices that should be considered when approving a charter school. It's all about the kids, right? The hell it is. It's all about the government union job factory and the woke liberal school board members and administrators that we have littered all throughout the education system in Tennessee, which is failing on its face. Teachers unions, Democrats, rhinos, and left-leaning media have been attempting to hold back school choice efforts with lobbying mailers and consistently negative coverage of Hillsdale College and to a lesser extent ACE. The Tennessee Education Association's chief lobbyist, Jim Wire, wrote a blog post, we'll keep fighting, we won't rest until the entire charter industry is on the run. Imagine having the job of trying to keep Tennessee children illiterate in a failing and broke system. I don't know how you tell people you do that for a living at a cocktail party. Next story. Conservative teachers must stand as changes to Title IX threaten education. I hope that's Title IX. My Roman numerals are not as good as they used to. There we go. We got Title IX here. Thank you, Jason. Conservative teachers in across America are calling for support from conservative allies as the deadline for proposed Title IX changes draws near. The Biden administration announced earlier this year that they intend to rewrite the scope of Title IX to include gender identity and sexual orientation without the approval of Congress. We like to do a lot of things in this country without the approval of Congress. We like to do a lot of things in this state without the approval of the general legislature because the general legislature doesn't have enough leadership to hold on to its own power. I guess it's just laziness. Emergency powers that have gone on forever ad infinitum not taking seriously their responsibility or oath of, option, uh, of office rather, to deliver on their legislative responsibilities. There's supposed to be checks and balances. Those things are often just thrown away because everybody wants to go along to get along as long as the money keeps coming in. But the PACs and the political power can be secured, principle be damned. The Biden administration announced earlier this week that they intend to rewrite it. Conservative teachers report they are already being trained to comply with the proposed Title IX changes, even though the law has not yet been updated. A photo shared with the Tennessee Conservative this week from a parent of a first grader attending Metro Nashville Public Schools, I'd rather send my child into a minefield. At least they'd have a chance to get across the pasture. If you're, if you're stuck in Metro Nashville schools, hook, crook, or otherwise, get those kids out of these places, proves that some schools in Tennessee are already teaching gender identity and sexual orientation as part of sex education curriculum. What first grader needs sex education? What first grader needs sex education? Who needs all these awful, anti-biblical, not conservative, not Christian, not the purview of the state that can't even teach them how to read and write? We Republicans are failing. They run the show in this state. Why is education so terrible? The Title IX proposed changes deadline to submit comment is September 12th. You can find a link to submit your comments, and please do go to this story that Jason just posted. Rachel said they are scared of classical charters. Of course they are. Anything, it, you, when you've got a product that is so awful that it only works a third of the time, and then you open up some, something else across the street that sells a product that works like you know 90% of the time, everybody leaves from this crappy store to go to the good store. They leave the crappy restaurant to go to the good restaurant. That's how free market economics works, but we don't have it in Tennessee, even though we were promised by our governor that we would, and all we've got 
It's a little bit of smattering of school choice for a few thousand kids in the worst counties, and that's Memphis, and that's uh, Nashville. Now, one thing is curious to me. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. How did we spend all that money trying to convince people to take a treatment during the last two years that is not proven remarkably effective at stopping transmission? Probably spent millions, millions and millions and millions. Let me ask you this. How much money was spent by the state making sure that kids in, uh, in Davidson and Shelby County knew that they had school choice options? I'd like to know. How much money? I bet it wasn't any. I bet it wasn't a damn dime. Because we'll spend money on stuff that make a difference, stuff that will take away people's freedoms to badger them, etc. But we won't spend any money trying to help these kids get out of these failing schools. It is, I'm sorry. I'm going to go buy me an old-fashioned soapbox. I'm going to buy me one. I'm going to go see if I can find one at an antique store. I'm going to start standing on it. I'm just going to go like, to places that like people need to hear this stuff and understand that it's going on. Now listen, you ain't getting this news anywhere else. You won't get it. Hey, look. Jason updated the slide. This looks great, buddy. You're not going to get this news anywhere else. And if we if we go down, if the Tennessee conservative is not around because people don't support us and only about 4% to 3.5% of our subscribers support us, if you're one of the people that don't support us, shame on you. Give us some money. This stuff is not free to produce. It takes a ton of time. It takes me away from my livelihood. I'm making a huge sacrifice. I don't get paid doing this. So you need to chip in. T.S. I don't want to hear it. Chip in. You can mail your donations. We actually got a bunch of mail donations I'm taking down to the bank. To the Tennessee Conservative at 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. Now, you may also hit that red support button or green support button or yellow. It's What color is it? Actually, it's not even, I don't even think there is a color. There it is. And you will go to this landing page with my beautiful face holding up a mug. And when you donate any amount, we will send you one Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. Penny Schwinn's from uh, California, to, to my knowledge. I wonder why things are like they are up there in Nashville. Why don't we pick a Californian of all states of people in education to come try to teach our kids how to read, write, learn, and not indoctrinate them? I can never figure out. We'll also send you a proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker, and we will send you this presently outdated, soon to be updated. Can we get this thing updated, Jason, somehow, some way? I don't know if the website of the state is ready yet of people that are in legislature. Many of them are the same. And if you give $50 or more, $50 or more, or if you give a recurring donation of $10 or more, which those are the ones we really need, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Okay? Kevin says a $25 per month recurring donation is the equivalent of a weekly Starbucks, an organization that is completely unethical and to what we believe is conservatives. I agree. I see people out there supporting all these woke companies, but they won't support a conservative news source. We need everybody to chip in, guys. That's how, we, that's how we keep our state free. Let me tell you this. Well, anyway, let me show you this. You get this proud Tennessee conservative mug. It is wonderful. It's beautiful. When you see this inside, inside of your cupboard and in your kitchen, and you drink your coffee out of this in the morning, you will know you did something to make a difference. Brew your own coffee. Don't go to Starbucks. Now listen. Somebody said this to me the other day. And it is absolutely true. There ain't nowhere else to run. There's nowhere else to run. If we lose freedom in, in, in the United States of America, and we already have lost it in parts of it, people are fleeing from California, fleeing from Oregon, fleeing from Illinois, fleeing from Pennsylvania and New York to come here in Tennessee in freaking droves. And I believe 
largely that they're conservative. Many of you that are on my list, many of you that are on this list, started researching my news organization and what we're doing so you could figure out what's going on in Tennessee long before you ever moved here. And they are the most um, earnest, convicted, and generous con contributors just about that we have because they've seen how bad it is. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? If we lose it here in Tennessee, there's no backstop. It's the freest country, and we're one of the freest states. Now, we got a bunch of rhinos that are trying to stop that, a bunch of corporatists up in Nashville. But they ain't nowhere else to go. So if you want this information to get out to people so that they actually know what's going on and they're not left in the dark, so that we have freedom of speech, and the truth has a way of wanting to get out, and it has, it has stronger and faster legs than a lie in most cases, and it will be persistently pursued by those, especially if you read the gospel, the truth will set you free. Everything that's done in the darkness will be brought into the light. We know these things. So help me shine the light on what's going on. And in particular, help us find more subscribers by donating. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Next story. Tennessee's new public education funding formula will likely increase taxpayer burden. But I'm sure it will fix all these problems we have in our schools. State and local taxpayer funding for K-12 public education under the formula equates to roughly 2.98% uh, taxpayer income. Uh, under the recently passed new formula, TISA, that percentage will almost certainly increase. According to the Education Data Initiative, under the current formula, state funds total $5 billion, or, these are state funds, $5 billion, or $5,068 per pupil. Local funding equates to $4 billion. 4.6 billion, or $4,642 per pupil. Of the funding, the taxpayer dollars allocated to the federal government and Tennessee K through 12 equals 1,172 per pupil. We need to throw that money away. We need to send it back to Joe Biden and say the hell with your federal money because it's just a corrupting influence in Tennessee. I've seen so many things that are unethical and wrong in Tennessee, and the source of it is almost always left-leaning corporate or federal money. Yet, they continue to worship it up in Nashville. One of the biggest, probably the biggest problem we have in the state. Per people, for a total of $1 billion annually, federal education funding is the equivalent of 0.35% of the state's taxpayer income. Combined with federal taxes allocated to Tennessee public education. Now, hold on. I know I'm talking about numbers here, but these are important numbers. Don't go to sleep on me yet. You tuned out. Tune back in. The revised basic education formula called the Tennessee Investment in Student Achievement aims to increase the state and local taxpayer funding for public schools from over $5 billion in previous years to $9 billion in funding for 2024. I appreciate that they're trying to throw more money at this, I guess, but if any, it, it doesn't ever seem to make a difference. No, it doesn't ever seem to make a difference. It has never made a difference. Why they keep, it's like some old car that can barely run. It's just like you bought a Yugo back in 1983, and every year you got $15,000 in repairs to keep the thing rolling down the road. Throw the thing in the garbage, get a new car. The estimated $1 billion in new recurring state funds will come with funding formula including $250 million for fiscal year 2023 and $750 million for fiscal year 2024. An additional $750 million in one-time state funds also anticipated for fiscal year 2023. In a report by the Beacon Center, the think tank stated that much of the funds meant for students is used up in administrative costs. No crap. 
I think it's only about 54% of the money makes it in the classroom. The rest of it's gobbled up in administration. It's the same issue that we have in higher education and the fact that it outpaces inflation so much. It's just a government job factory. That's all it is, and they try, they, they try to hit a lick at educating, and they fail at it. Governor Bill Lee, a main proponent of TISA, argues that the main difference between the new funding formula and the previous one is that it focuses on students instead of school districts. Great. Great. I'd like to make a wager. I'd like to make a wager. Any Tennessee lawmaker that's out there, over the next two years, I'd like to bet $10,000 of my personal money that this funding formula will make almost no difference in the quality of education for Tennessee students. I don't think we're going to see some kind of dramatic scholastic improvement unless they dumb down the results, which leads us to the next story. It ain't going to make the school any more responsive to the needs of parents or the concerns of parents. I don't think it's going to get CRT and all the rest of the nonsense out of school. $10,000 and all you education proponents that think that getting on a tour bus, which is about all y'all can do, and come up with a different program name and slap everybody on the back and say, great work, everybody. Meanwhile, the results are the same. I wish they were the same. I wish they were the same from a long time ago, but instead they just continually get worse. Next story. This should come as no surprise to anybody. The Tennessee Department of Education delays plans to score public schools for a fifth straight year. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is if they start scoring people and they give them a plain and simple score? Would they have so many, so many schools with F's all across the state? People would be like, well, what's this about, Republicans? The Tennessee Education Commission, Penny Schwinn, informed school districts last week that TDOE will once again delay giving Tennessee's 1,800-plus public schools a score that indicates their academic effectiveness. Well, if you can't lie about something, just be silent about it. Just don't tell people how bad it is. Schwinn stated that her decision was based on an inconsistency in data caused by three straight years of disruption by the pandemic. Will that old excuse ever wear out? Probably not. She stated that there has been an uneven participation rates of students taking the TCAT test and that the state relies heavily on those tests. Viewed over several years when evaluating the effectiveness of school districts and teachers and overall student growth, word salad, BS. The delay means that parents and stakeholders in Tennessee will continue not to have an official information about school quality in their locales for yet another year. Can't, can't teach the kids, can't even tell you if they are or aren't teaching them. Pathetic. The lack of implementation of the grading system goes against the 2016 state law that aimed to grade Tennessee schools much as a student is graded on his or her report card from an A to F grading system. Sounds reasonable. The new school grading system was planned to be put into effect in 2018, but the pause button has been repeatedly pushed by the Department of Education because they suck. Next story. New school library structure pushes librarians to become political activists. The state legislature recently passed a bill that reinstated the position of a state coordinator of school libraries within the Tennessee Department of Education. This came after a great deal of lobbying from the Tennessee Association of School Librarians, the American Library Association, and the American Association of School Librarians. I bet that's a real quiet meeting when they all get together. Shh. 
It would be expected that school librarians would follow state laws such as those prohibiting teachers of critical race theory and prevention of access to obscene materials by minors. However, some fear that the political agendas held by many of those overseeing the agencies will filter down to the practices of these individuals. Large education doesn't have the interest of the child or the parent in, in mind, and the larger the organization is, typically the more corrupt it is. Other framework recommendations include activities that facilitate and share lesson plans that incorporate banned books on equity. Great. The AASL tells the school librarian is a collaborator, change agent, and leader. We need more change agents. Emily Drabinsky, the new president-elect of the ALL, tweeted her victory. I just cannot believe that a Marxist lesbian who believes that the collective power is possible to build and can be wielded for a better world is the president of ALA Library. Wow. In her campaign for the position, she said, so many of us find ourselves at the end of our worlds. The consequences of decades of unchecked climate change, class war, white supremacy, imperialism have led us here. You know what I tell people? There's a few things about this, and then I'm going to move on to the next story. I didn't own any slaves, and you didn't pick any cotton. I didn't own any slaves, and you didn't pick any cotton. I can say that to like 99.99% of Americans. Well, the owning slaves, I guess, would be all of them. There's a few people that pick cotton, but they didn't do it as slaves. Save the planet. Save the planet. The planet has killed like 99.9% .9 of all species that are on it. The planet does just fine. The planet keeps rocking along. Now, you might get killed by the planet, but you ain't going to kill the planet. The planet ain't going anywhere, people. We can't teach our kids to read and write. We can't run the post office on budget. We can't fill potholes in the street. We can't get litter picked up off the street. we got hobos on every corner of Chattanooga. People don't give a rip about the communities they go into. We're going to save the planet. My white ass. You ain't going to save anything. You might try to get a bunch of control. A bunch of control. You might try to hold and, and lot it over people. You might try to gain more power. You might try to tax things. You might try to wreck the economy. But you're not saving the planet. People been... People been... If you look at the headlines from the mainstream media about everything related to environmentalism... It's been prediction after prediction for the last 50 years, none of which have come true. Can't read a history book in this country. Apparently can't teach it in school either. To help combat illicit drugs, New Tennessee legislation requires fatal overdoses be reported to the police. I think this is a good idea. A new state law in Tennessee requires hospitals to report all fatal overdoses to local law enforcement, Senate Bill 1891, sponsored by Senator Joey Hensley, updates an existing law that already requires hospitals to report all deaths by poison or suffocation to police. The new legislation adds the word fatal drug overdose to that requirement. The companion, House Bill 1905, was sponsored by Representative Clay Doggett, who won uh, an award as being in the House Freedom Caucus this year. He tried to come to the Freedom Summit had to go back home, had been at a, uh, a big industry conference for Presser Washington, that's what he does. We talk shop on the phone sometimes. The intention of this bill is to help police determine where people are obtaining these drugs in an effort to stop those individuals who are distributing them. 
When a drug overdose comes to the emergency room or hospital, they need to know who supplied the drug to that individual, stated Hensley. The bill is very well-meaning in that it's designed so that law enforcement can find where there are uh, pockets of overdoses that are happening, said Dr. Mark Lasko, who works with the Samaritan Recovery Community and Rehab Facility in Nashville. Lasko is hopeful that the new worded law will help get some of the dangerous drugs off of Tennessee streets. I hope they do. I hope they do. Whoo! Well, Lord, people, this is what's going on in our country and our state. I hope uh, we can see some conservative convictions out of the legislature coming up. We could fix almost every one of our problems that we have. We could put a big, huge dent in them. Huge, huge dent. We know what the answers are. Next slide, Jason says. Thank you, Jason. We know what the problems are. So, what's going on this weekend? Yeah, I know you'd want us that most of you probably fast forward the entire podcast just to find out what's going on with the Lewis family this weekend. Well, let me tell you what it is. Tonight, uh, my oldest is going to go over to sleepover at her best friend's house. Uh, that has been one of the hardest things about moving into our new house is the separation from our neighbors. Uh, and so she's, you know, since they were grown up, they've been really good friends. Uh, what else is going on? We're having a passel of people passel of people uh, coming over to the house, Kristen's family, aunts, uh, my father-in-law, uh, her aunts, my great-grandmother-in-law, Bibby, we're celebrating her birthday, uh, we're going to have tons of kids running all over the place, um, there may be a trip into Chattanooga so I can get some uh, backpacking camping gear, I'm going to quit car camping for a little while because it takes so long to set it up and get it out there. I'm going to try to see if I can do some backpacking. Uh, I think we're going to go to, to, to the Conestoga, Cahutta Wilderness area, a uh, place I'm very familiar with. So I'm getting prepared for that. I've got some chores to do around the house. Lord, I've been putting together. My wife bought this. I know you all care. I know you really do. My wife bought this very beautiful, very elaborate playhouse that I'm building for our youngest daughter. And it has got like 18 or 19 different types of screws. And it's probably got like 200 parts or something. And you about have to be a craftsman, which I am not, to do this. And so it has been slow going. Look, I mean, and you, if you're not careful, you'll mess it all up. And it's just been very difficult. I'm not handy. I ran a painting business. I can't paint. Uh, I've been in the home services industry as a coach, consultant, or business owner for a long time. But I'm not handy around the house. That is not my gift. My gift is organization and marketing and sales and things of that nature and, and trying to, you know, encourage, recruit, and help people. So I'm still working on that. I could go slave away on that thing sometime today. Today i got to put the, the sink and the stove range in. What kind of playhouse has a sink and a stove range? Is that necessary? But I believe it will be a lot of fun once it is assembled and put together. Guys, send us your support. We need it. We need it more than you need it. Rest assured. Send us your support. Subscribe to our free uh, newsletter. Uh, share the podcast. Uh, Facebook took podcasts off their platform. I don't know what that means. They quit publishing them. And a lot of people just kind of depend on Facebook to show them what we're doing. Well, you, you, you know, no. You might as well you know, depend on a fifth grader to deliver a letter five, five miles down the road. It's just not going to happen. And so if you really want to, to get 
our information. You need to go wherever you get your podcast and subscribe. Hit the old subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review, Tennessee Conservative. Uh, get informed. Get involved. Uh, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Hit that subscribe button. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. You are the thin red line in Tennessee. I need all of your help, all of your support. Uh, let's go out there and make something happen. Appreciate you. Love you. Have a good weekend. Have a good Labor Day. I forgot it's Labor Day. I don't even know what I'm doing Monday. Wide open. Wide open. I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it next weekend. Take care, guys. Be good. Be free.